This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back once again for another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Dascott. In today's episode, we're going to be doing the game recap of the Blues versus the Avs. Going into this game against the Avalanche, the Blues have not been playing some of the best uh, quality talent in the NHL. Nothing against the Avalanche, you Colorado fans. You guys do have some pretty good young players, and you have Duchesne. You've got a couple building blocks, and I'm sorry that Patrick Waugh destroyed your team because he did. Really, really bad coach. Very good goalie, but a bad, bad coach. I'm sure that uh, there are better times ahead for the Avalanche, and there's only uh, one way to go from where they're at, and that is up. But the Blues had to play them last night, so let's go ahead and get over the game recap. The Blues coming into this game, one of the hottest teams in the NHL uh, at 7-2 and two out of their last nine, hoping to improve to 8-2 and two out of their last 10. Uh, the Blues uh, would not come out strong in this game. In fact, the Avalanche looked really good early. First period highlights. And the Avs tip to center ice. And Duchesne in with Nieto. To Nieto. And what a save by Jake Allen on Matt Nieto, who is in the clear. A great move by Nieto, too. Picked up on waivers from the San Jose Sharks. He missed the last game because of a knee injury. And a little forehand, backhand maneuver only to be nied. A great save by Jake Allen early. And I know a goalie likes to get into things early. But I think the Avalanche are putting a lot of pressure on Jake Allen at this time. And, you know, the other night against the Coyotes, he really didn't face much pressure until parts of the second and third period. But in this game, he faced a lot of pressure, and he would end up giving up the first goal, and the Avs would take a one to nothing lead. By goaltender Calvin Pickard, handed off, come over the puck, out to center right for Soderbergh. There's a delayed penalty on St. Louis. Pickard on his way to the bench. Next skater, shot, score! <laughs> Press box back on the ice and scores a goal after being scratched last game. Back in the lineup, a delayed penalty goal for John Mitchell, his third goal of the season. The Avs take an early lead due to that pressure I was talking about on uh, Jake Allen. He was really being tested early, and I don't think there's a lot he could have done on this a goal by Mitchell. That was John Mitchell's third goal of the year. Soderberg gets an assist as eighth, and Komu gets an assist as 11th of the season. That's at 5 minutes and 32 seconds into the first period. The rest of the first period would play out pretty much the way the first five minutes did. Uh, for the most part, the Avalanche just continued with the same game plan. They were keeping the puck in the Blues in for a long periods of time, getting opportunities, cycling the puck around. The Blues would break out now and again and get some opportunities, but they did not get a lot of opportunities in the first period. I believe they did have 10 shots. But, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of them were quality opportunities. Maybe may have been one or two there. And we go into the second period with the Avs up one to nothing. Second period highlights. Newton with lots of time. Now to Landeskog. He cruises in. Landeskog, a shot, rebound. Allen makes two saves. Another shot by Duchesne. And it's kept out of there by the Blues. Landeskog again, a drive. Blocked by Allen. 
And the Blues, oh, they don't clear it. The Blues came into the second period hoping for a quick start. They didn't get that. They did play a little bit better, but uh, Colorado really started playing some defense. And when the Blues did get an opportunity, they shot it wide or they uh, missed a pass. Just looked very off sync. In fact, they did not get a shot on goal until around eight minutes in or so into that second period. But once they started moving the puck around, playing as a team, cycling the puck like they needed to behind the goal and in the corners and fighting tough for those goals and dumping the puck in and really, really working hard to get to that puck and make opportunities, did the Blues really come up with any great scoring chances. And one of those actually went in uh, just about uh, 16 and a half minutes in to that second period on a goal by Patrick Berglund. And Zach Sanford makes a smart play to get it deep. Now Perron a hit. Sanford in front. Berglund shoots. He scores! Berglund ties the game after a great play by Sanford. Well, the fundamentals of Young Zach Sanford, who came over in the Shattenkirk trade, have not gone unnoticed with his teammates and the staff. He makes a very smart play, knowing he's going to get boxed out, but layers it in nicely in order for his teammate to get it. Head up all the way, not a firm one so the goaltender can block it. Soft, he gets dumped. Perron comes in, does a great job on the support, and what a backhand pass by Sanford. The Blues are finally playing like they have a sense of urgency and that they're actually better than this team. They put some pressure on the offensive end there and just kept pushing it and pushing it. And Sanford uh, shot that puck in just before the blue line. And he did get boxed out and taken out of the play, but he gets right back up. But uh, one of the keys to the play was Perron going in that, uh, going uh, behind the goal there to the left and the blocker side of the goalie to fight for that puck and get it to Sanford. And then Sanford makes a great, great pass to Patrick Berglund. That would be Berglund's 20th goal of the year. Sanford's second assist and Perron um, is 24th assist. And that was 16 minutes and 50 seconds in. We're tied at one apiece. The rest of the second period, the Blues looked pretty good. They continue to put pressure on. The Avalanche weren't, you know, weren't looking as good as they did in the first period, in the first part of the second period. You could tell the Blues are starting to take the game over a little bit, but they would really start to take the game over at the beginning of the third period. Third period highlights. From the drop of the puck in the third period, the Blues really looked like a different team. They look like a team that probably got chewed out a little bit between the second and third period. And uh, they were going to show that, hey, you know, we, we need to really take care of these guys. Uh, we're a better team. We take them seriously. But let's really start getting some offensive pressure. And uh, l let's make this game a little bit out of reach. And they were able to take a 2-1 to one lead on a goal that was initially thought to be scored by uh, Barbashev, but it was actually tipped in by Payarvi just a little over five minutes into the third period. That got through. Blocker saved by Calvin Pickard. Sanford late of the power play. In front of shot. They score! Barbashev! And the Blues take a 2-1 lead. What a pass by Zach Sanford once again. Working on this power play unit. He makes no mistake in finding the open man, Barbashev, right in the most dangerous scoring area of the ice. And for Jared Bednar and the Colorado Avalanche, that one nothing lead by Mitchell early in the game has disappeared. Blues really taken over the game at this point. And uh, you got to be, you know, you kind of got to feel for the Avalanche because they did play 
pretty good in the first period, but I don't think the Blues played very well. So I, I, I think a lot of that had to do with the way the Blues played. But uh, the Blues take a two-to-one lead, and the Avalanche can I'm sure can kind of feel the Blues starting to take over the game. As I said, that goal was initially thought to be by Barbashev, but it was tipped by Payarvi. I thought it was because watching the the game last night, Payarvi after Barbashev's shot was celebrating like he had tipped it in, and I figured they were going to change that goal, which they did. Nice to see Payarvi get a goal his sixth of the year. Barbashev gets an assist his third, and Sanford, Zach Sanford, Sanford and Son gets his third assist, and that goal was five minutes and five seconds into the third, and the Blues take a two to one lead. They would not let up. They would continue to put pressure on the offensive end there, and Colorado didn't have an answer for it. And I am so happy to see this guy get a goal. He hit the post in this game and probably could have had a goal very easily if it was a quarter of an inch off from where he shot it. And he's been hitting the post a lot, but he's putting the hard work in. He's been getting assists. He's been moving the puck. Yes, that's right. Jaden Schwartz would finally get his first goal since the 1st of February, his 15th of the year, to give the Blues a 3-1 to one lead. And the Blues to center ice and Schwartz. He gets by Bolshevik. To the net now, Schwartz. And a save rebound. He scores! Schwartz finally gets the rebound and a goal. And it's 3-1 St. Louis. Jaden Schwartz just looked up to the hockey skies up there after this one went in. A good play by Jay Bolmeister getting up the ice, and Schwartz is able to bang one home here. On the short side, head up all the way, tries to make a pass. It was him and the goalie all the way. It gets stopped by the defending player there, and it comes right back to him after Eric Johnson tries to keep it out of the net, but swats it right to Jaden Schwartz, who looks up. I think every fan, every Blues player, when Schwartz uh, scored that goal, probably just... Uh, breathed a sigh of relief because man he's been working hard and I know I've been saying for a while now he needs to score uh, but I've been happy with the way he's been playing he you know I did want him to score more but uh, guys he's put in the work he's doing some great stick work some uh, great passing getting some great assist and you knew it was just a matter of time before Jaden would score and he finally did and got that huge huge monkey off his back. I would say it wasn't a monkey. I would say it was more like an orangutan because he hadn't scored since the 1st of February. Nice to see Jaden. Way to go. That was Jaden Schwartz's 15th goal of the year. Tarasenko gets his 30 assist, and that's eight minutes and 44 seconds into the third. The Blues have taken over the game at this point with a three to one lead. For the next couple minutes, it looked like this was going to be your typical game. The Blues, you know, come back, take the lead against a team that they really should beat. Nothing against the Avs. They do have some talent, like I said earlier. But the Blues should beat this team. And uh, they look pretty good for the next couple minutes after Schwartz's goal. But all of a sudden, something started to happen. The Avs were putting a lot of pressure on Jake Allen. And uh, it happened for a couple minutes. And eventually, that pressure paid off when the Avs scored 14 minutes and 50 seconds in to make this a much closer 3-2 to two game. And behind the net for Mitchell. He's got the Avalanche goal tonight. To the point. One tenner by Barry misses the net. Chance by Barbario. And they're back in it. Mark Barbario. Great hustle to get to that puck and score the goal in second. As an Avalanche, and that's a big one for Colorado. They've got time. 5-10 left to go. Bad goal for the Blues to give up. Just a, a letdown. 
And that goal was caused by a little bit of lack of effort on the blue side, but some hard work by Barbario, the right place at the right time. Just a, a great rebound. Jake had come out a little too far out of his net to make the initial save and just could not get back in and over uh, to make that uh, rebound save. And I don't think many people would because it was just a great shot by Barbario. That would be his second goal of the season. Barry's 28th assist and Mitchell's fourth assist. And we've got a game now, 14 minutes and 50 seconds in. It's three to two. Uh, the Avalanche continued to put pressure on after that. And they would even try to score even harder when they pulled their goalie. But to no avail, uh, the Blues did not allow any more goals. In fact, they added an empty net goal. Uh, Berglund would get his second goal of the game, uh, 19 minutes and 12 seconds into ISIS, one four to two. Rantanen to the net, broken up by the Blues, and now David Perron to Berglund. Empty net try, Berglund shoots, he scores! An empty netter for Berglund, his second tonight, and that makes it 4-2. Berglund finishes the scoring, and the Blues win 4-2. That would be Berglund's 21st goal. Perron gets his 25th assist, and Brozziak gets his uh Fifth assist, and as I said earlier, that was uh, 19 minutes and 12 seconds in. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. First of all, that win gave the Blues an 8-2 and two record in their last 10 and improved them to 15-7 and seven under Coach Mike. The, the Blues with the win improved to 39-28-5. The Avs fall to 20-49-3. Shots on goal pretty even, uh, probably due to the fact the Avs came out very hot, very fast. The Blues had 29, the Avs had 28. Both teams had three power play opportunities, and the Blues uh, and the Avs uh, all went 0 for 3 on the power play. Faceoffs, the Blues uh, got 38% to the Avalanche, 62%. Berglund gets two goals, his 20th, and of course the 21st for the empty netter. Payarvi gets that goal that was initially given to Barbashev. That would be Payarvi 6. Schwartz finally gets a goal <laughs> since his first goal since uh, the 1st of February is 15th. Perron gets two assists. And Zach Samford, the new addition from the Capitals, gets two assists. Jake Allen makes 26 out of 28 saves. Mitchell gets his third goal and an assist for the Avalanche. Barbero gets that late goal to make an interesting game at 3-2. That would be a second goal. And Barry gets an assist. Pickard makes 25 saves. Blues, you know, they could play better, and they're going to have to uh, getting uh, into the playoffs. Otherwise, they're going to have some issues against these good teams. Let's go ahead and go to the uh, interviews after the game where we'll hear from Jake Allen, Patrick Berglund, Zach Sanford, and, of course, Coach Mike. Definitely, you can definitely chalk that one up for that reason. But we, we came on stronger as the game went on, obviously, and that's why we won. And uh, Obviously, they came out huge push in the first, huge push in the second, and then uh, so it was huge for us to get a goal in the third. You know, I think I think we were all a little tired from this whole trip, and... Uh, you know, it's been a long trip. We're all ready to go home, but to find a way just to get two points is was huge. For you, was it just a case of just trying to keep the guys in it until Berger gets the goal there late and get you back on a level par, and then it's going on from there? Yeah, give them an honest chance to win, and I thought I did that. You know, I thought I, I played well, and uh, guys got the job done. Can you explain that sequence at all? Were they just kept firing those shots at you and just uh, kind of diving around everywhere? Did you even know what was going on there? Just battle, and then eventually I think someone shoved one of their guys on me, and he was on my arm, so I couldn't move. And the ref was saying it would have been no goal anyway, so it, I didn't really move much, but they didn't hit the net. So it, I could hear the ref who said it was going to be no goal, so I actually wasn't even that worried about it. Considering how tough some of the 
Yeah, if we if you would have told us that before we left home, we would have took it and ran, and um, you know it was huge. Even for us to get three wins out of five would have been would have been big, but to be able to pull this one out and now get to go home, get to back to our uh, to back to our routines again, and uh, you know we only get a few home games left, so we got to make them count. Yeah, you know we're uh, we're in a dogfight with them for uh, either the third or the wild card, and then obviously LA and LA's right there too. So uh, between us three teams, we're fighting for those last two spots, and uh, every point's crucial. Yeah, he really was. He was playing great, and uh, it was just a really tough start for us. We we, we got pucks in deep, but we, the forecheck didn't work, and their goalie played a lot of pucks, and we were just chasing chasing the puck around. And uh, I think after we got the first goal, we started to figure it out. But it was for sure a really really tough first half of the game. Yeah. And a goal, great play by Sanford and Perron to get in on the forecheck. Both of them really really good play by by both of them. And, uh, I just came straight from the bench right into the slot, so. They did. Uh, they didn't all the dirty work there. Does everybody just have to pick up a little more slack there once you know Paul's not in the game? And yeah, absolutely. I think this was really a character win. Uh, you know, like I said, we had a really tough start, but we find a way to, you know, bounce back and, and win this game. So we will for sure. We had a great road trip, so we're gonna take all these points uh, back home and, and regroup. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we definitely were in the Anaheim game, too, to get some points there, too. So we've been playing uh, some really good hockey in this road trip. How are you guys able to get in the third period? Yeah, I mean, I think just guys started to step up. I mean, uh, uh, the Schwartz's goal there is a, is, is a hell of a game, hell of a play to, to, to stick with it and then finally get that open net. And uh, I, I don't know if there was a power play goal still or if it was 5-on-5 five five when whoever scored that goal, Maggie or... Uh, Barber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But great, great goal there too. And, and, and after that, obviously, we got some energy, and, and we'll just keep, in, you know, just keep going. Yeah, yeah we, uh, you know, we had a good, uh, good forecheck there on the power play, and got it set up finally, and uh, kind of tried to slow things down, and you know, just trying to wait. And Barbie did a good job of getting open there, and uh, just kind of threw it at him, and you know, he got it to the net, and uh, Mags was right there where he's. Uh, you know, he's good at being around the net in the power play, and uh, it paid off. Feel good to contribute and try and get your feet wet here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it's always good to be able to contribute a little bit. It helps with the confidence, and, um, you know, but more importantly, to get a win like this on the road to uh, finish out the road trip is uh, it's huge for us. When you set up that first goal, is that one of the f- first few times you guys can really chip a puck in deep and then get in on the forecheck? Like yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I said uh, before that, you know, I had this, a similar play earlier in the game, and I didn't get it in, and they went back the other way and had a good chance, so I just wanted to make sure I got it in. And, um, you know, a big part for us was getting in hard on that four check, and we did there, and it, uh, it paid off. Once you get it back to level ground, considering Jake really did a good job of keeping you guys in it early, does that just give you guys some more life and energy then? Yeah, definitely. On? I think, you know, in the first and even the beginning of the second, we weren't we weren't playing as hard as we should have been. You know, they were in our, in our zone and around our net a lot more than uh, we wanted, and um, you know, a couple of big saves by Jake there, and uh, a goal from us is uh, turns the whole thing around. And you know, we uh, we took off from there. It's ten days, five games, tough road trip to get four out of five. Yeah, yeah. Are you satisfied with that? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know the whole team's really excited with that, and um, especially on the road. You know, it's hard to get points on the road in this league, and you know, with us making this push at the end of the year here to uh, secure that last spot, and you know, maybe even move up. That was uh, that was really good for us. Uh, well, obviously not the start we wanted, but uh, but. My, you know, far more important what we talked about after the first period is there's nothing we could do about the sp- start now, and we were looking for a response, and uh, and certainly got it. 
did Jake do everything to keep you in that one? He did. Yeah, absolutely. When we were not on top of our game, we, you know, and they deserve a little bit of credit too. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think that in a lot of ways we thought we were ready for the game, but then they surprised us with their pace and, and with the energy and, and the execution that they had right off the hop and uh, put us on our heels right from the start. Um, you know, I think we came in probably expecting a better start, and uh, and they smacked us in the face pretty good with their game, and it took us a while to, to regroup. But while while we were taking that time, Jake was unreal and gave us a chance. The uh, Lions were struggling, obviously, with fallout. Sanford yeah. Yeah, he he had a really strong game. He, you know, he's not unlike all the young players and what they've been doing every game. He's uh, he's gaining confidence from us as a coaching staff, and uh, and you see him out there with the with the goalie pulled at the end of the game. And he's showing that he's a responsible player. He's showing that he's got some poise, you know, when uh, when the heat's on, and uh, and obviously he's got a a, a, a good skill set to go along with all those things. When you can finally get the forecheck going, did he and Perron really kind of set the? Yeah, and again, they they did a very good job in their puck support. They made it real difficult for us. I didn't think our, I didn't think our puck placement was very good. You know, and and first off, we we, you know, we didn't have a lot of clean entries, and I think that was a credit to them. But when we put it in, um, their goalie played it well, and he was outstanding all night long, as he goes by. <laughs> and he was he was good, um, and especially like I said, his puck you know his puck work back there. But um, their puck support when we did get pucks in, we we were we were getting outnumbered around the puck way too often. And you see that uh, how quick we were to get our second man in there and support, and that was a big difference in, in that uh, that first goal for us. Big sigh of relief for Jaden to get on board. Yeah, we're all happy for him. He's a guy that uh, I mean, it's almost impossible to play as well as he's had and, and to not score goals and. And um, we kind of told him that that first one was probably going to come right around that blue paint. So that's good to get that monkey off the back. And um, but you know his competitive level tonight, um, you know, has been what he's been doing for us. Uh, he's so strong on the puck. He's, the way that he comes up with loose pucks and just uh, the energy and the momentum that he brings to our group, uh, we're all real happy for him that he scored tonight. You're pretty happy to get eight points on this tough road trip, right? Yeah, it's it's been a great road trip at a crucial time. Uh, the guys delivered, and even tonight, you know, it was not uh, it was not perfect. But uh, again, th- they played very hard. They played very well. Uh, there's a lot of skill, and uh, you know, we were looking at their lineup before the game, and and you know, they're four lines deep, and and uh, they can hurt you in a number of different ways. So uh, they showed that tonight. Um, we lose Stas. We don't have a good start at the end of a road trip. I think that that was a real character win for us. I agree with everything the coach Mike said. The Blues did not come out well. The Avalanche were taking it to them. But uh, due to the fact that Jake Allen played a strong game, he kept the Blues in the game and stopped it from being a blowout early in a very similar fashion that Mike Smith did for the Coyotes when the Blues played the Coyotes. Uh, He kept the game close as he could, but the Coyotes weren't able to come back, but the Blues were able to come back. They started playing more as a team. Uh, They started uh, stopping the uh, Avalanche's chances. And they did what they needed to do, and that's beat the team that they were playing. And I know a lot of people say this isn't that big of a win. You know, to come back against any team is a good win. You know, it's it's not against a great team, but you win. And that's what you're paid to do is win games, whether it's a sloppy win and the coach isn't happy with you or whether it's a strong, strong win and most things went well. The Blues get a win. They now have 83 points. Nashville has 83 points, but due to uh, the head-to-head play and uh, a few other scenarios there, the Blues are now in third place. Big game tomorrow night for the Blues against the Canucks. 
but a bigger game that uh, will affect the Blues is the Flames against the Predators. So all you Blues fans, uh, cheer for the Flames to win tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully the Blues can get a win, and that would give them a couple points edge over Nashville with uh, under 10 games remaining. Uh, the, the Blues are just just rolling right now. And like I said, I know it's not against great teams, but um, you, you win when you have to win. And the Blues won last night, and uh, they're ready to move on to the Canucks at home tomorrow night. Then they'll play Calgary on Saturday, and then they'll play the Coyotes at home following that. Uh, let's uh, hope the Blues can continue to win and strengthen their position. I don't want them playing Chicago in the first round. I know that everybody you know is going to say, well, the Blues beat them last year. This is a different Chicago team, and this is a different Blues team than went into the playoffs last year. Uh, so uh, I'm not looking forward to it if the Blues play the Blackhawks. It could be a very tough series. And if the Blues don't play better and play complete games than they have been against some of these poor teams, even though they're winning, it won't take long for Chicago to move them out of the playoffs. But if the Blues play their game and play good against uh, teams like they did against San Jose, uh, you know, and some other top teams, then the Blues could go far in the playoffs. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, they have time to improve. Zach Sanford's getting better. Nice to see him getting better and getting some playing opportunity. Uh, Stasny got hurt last night, so hopefully we'll get him back. I think he's going to be back for the either the next game or the game against Calgary, so that's good to see. He got hit with a puck, and uh, that hurts. Trust me, I know. It hurts like heck. But uh, he should be back uh, tomorrow night against the Canucks, and uh, we'll hopefully see him play strong like he has been playing. So that's all the time we have for today's game recap. Before I let you go, yeah, I'm sure most of you know that uh, the Drop Podcast has moved to lineupmedia.fm. There's going to be a few changes. Uh, starting in a couple weeks, you will no longer be able to download the Drop on ShoutEngine.com, but you will be able to still download it. Uh, make sure that you go to droppodcast.com, www.droppodcast.com just like it's spelled out, D-R-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. You will find links to the iTunes page for the drop. You will also find links for Stitcher and Google Play, which will give you Android versions and versions you can download on your PC. Make sure you guys start switching over, those of you that are getting your downloads from Shout Engine. Pretty soon I'm going to be taking that off, and you'll only be able to download the drop through the website or through our iTunes page. So make sure you guys do this for me. It's very, very important that you do this. And the iTunes page you need to start downloading it from is called the Drop Podcast hyphen St. Louis Blues NHL. That's the Drop Podcast hyphen St. Louis Blues NHL. Underneath that title, you'll see by lineupmedia.fm. So very soon, I'm going to be closing down the old iTunes link and I'm going to be uh, closing down the Shout Engine link for current episodes. So please make sure you go to Stitcher.com, Google Play, uh, iTunes. The best way to do this, guys, to make sure you're doing it right and getting the latest Blues episodes through lineupmedia.fm is to go to our website. That's www.droppodcast.com. Thank you so much for taking the time. Until next time, let's 
Go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at official the Drop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, the official Drop at gmail.com or Lance D at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.